The Small Business Show, episode 132 for Wednesday, August 16th. Happy birthday, Shannon 2017. <laughs> Folks, and welcome to the Small Business Show, the show by, for, and about small business owners here in Durham, New Hampshire. I'm Dave Hamilton. And in San Francisco Bay Area, I'm Shannon Jean. You know, man, it's kind of like you go to dinner on your birthday and you're like, nah, don't say anything. Don't yeah, say yeah. I don't I, want the guys in the hats thing and <laughs> clapping <laughs> coming over. <laughs> but, you know, we just blew that right out of the water. Uh, right out of the water. In, yeah. In the, in the, so. There's no way you were getting away with it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I find myself at work today, which is where I love to be and uh, have be spend some time with my family tonight. So it's, perfect. it's all good. It's That's all good. Perfect, man. Yeah, yeah, You got it. I'm blessed to love what I do. So what's that old saying? I tell my kids, I'm sure they're so tired to hear me say that. I'm like, you know, love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, you know? it's so true, like, man. Yeah, it is. It is true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, so, you know, there, a lot of people say, you know, uh, find what you're passionate about and do it. But, you know, I find most of the people that say that are already wealthy. <laughs> and, and it's so uh, true isn't it, it? Is it's true. easy yeah, it, it, yeah. that's um th- that's selective it, memory i think it is, is, it is. is. And, and yeah, yeah. you're you definitely are passionate and you, i mean your, your passion but we talked about it last week uh like passion versus uh discipline and and what do we do we motivation yeah and discipline yeah. That, that's probably part of it too you know that that passion to get something going and or whatever it is or something you're in it you know to that, that you love so much uh to get out there, but it's all related. And I, I'm, you know, passion alone does not carry it. I mean, you, no. you want to be passionate about it, but you can be passionate about anything. It's like, we're passionate about small business in general and the way it empowers people and helps you create a charmed life. Right. 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 Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of interesting, but yeah. Um, yeah. It you know, is int- yeah. Passion's not enough. Uh, you it, know, it's, it's a great springboard yes. and it also is a great, uh, way to lift yourself up uh, when things are really not going the way that you want it to do, you know, totally. And, and some of that's probably optimism as well that you can, uh, you know, kind of carry yourself forward. But uh, I, I think that passion alone is, it's not enough. No, it's not, no, it's no. not enough. I know plenty of passionate guys that are broke. broke. <laughs> you know? Oh, and, and, I, listen, I'm a musician. I can't, I encounter oh, yeah. <laughs> passionate broke people constantly who are yeah. officially self-employed. So yeah. like two two of the uh wow that's going to be fun with my audio today. There you two, yes. two of the three boxes checked and still yes. not the not the goal. Right. Well, yeah. that brings a good point. And we were talking about this last week, um you know that there are uh self-employed people, there are employees uh and and entrepreneurs and yeah. you know everyone has kind of different traits and I think you mentioned, you know, uh telltale signs of what type of person they are. Uh, and, and I think we should talk about it today. Yeah, for sure. And, and yeah. see, you know, what, what kind of things it's often, you know, you've, you've mentioned a number of times in the show, you know, the Peter principle, right. Where you have an employee that does really well in one job. And of course they prove themselves reliable and they do good. And, and then you, uh, you promote them right, right. To, the, to something else. And it, you, they kind of get promoted until they reach a job they're not very good at, right? Because then right. they stop, then they stop, which kind of defeats the purpose. Um, but uh, and you can Peter principle yourself too if you're self-employed. I I've definitely uh, done that. Why too? Yeah. You know, I put myself in a job. You now maybe there would there was no option, but certainly I put myself in jobs 
where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm the wrong guy to be doing this. So I either have to figure out and t- like teach myself how to be the right guy to do it or hire the right person to, to do the job. Yeah. Yeah. Identifying those things are, are really important. And uh, I may mention this book a couple of times during the show, but you know, the e-myth um, allows you to really lay out a, uh, uh, an organizational chart, even yep. if your name is in every box. And uh, I would really would encourage you to do it uh, at, at whatever size your company is, because it, uh, you get to see quickly, I'm not good at this, this part. So right. I need help. I need help here, or, but I'm really good at this part, you know? And I mean, and, and it doesn't matter what you're good at. If, as long as you can kind of keep things together and bring in people that are, are going to help, uh, you know, offset your weaknesses. I think yeah. that's, that's a yeah. good thing to figure out as early on as you possibly can. As early on as you can. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah. So, you know, I think a lot about this. I've had uh, business partners. I've had good business partners. And I am fortunate enough to be talking with one right now in you. Uh, I Likewise. Had, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I have had mediocre business partners and I have had awful business partners. And, uh, you know, perhaps that's a good place to start this. Sure. Because I think a lot of the traits that you're looking for might be, uh, might, they, I think they overlap. For me, a good business partner uh, has two fundamental things. Number one, they are good at and interested in doing something that I am not. Right. Sure. To fill that, that hole. Right. I mean, it's like, OK, I could I, like I, any of us could do, try and do everything for a business, but we might not be the best person for it. So, right. you know, finding that person. And then number two is actually willing to work or perhaps to 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 to, to boil that down is a doer and not a delegator, because being in a, a small business, especially in a partnership with a delegator. If it's only two of you, well, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I, I, I've, I've been through this a lot and, uh, uh, you know, been approached over the years from many, many different people that wanted to kind of partner and do uh, uh do things with us. Yeah. And I've had that, that a very similar, you know, experiences where you, you kind of get things going and there's some folks that really pick up the mantle and kind of take where you leave off. And, and it's, and if you're lucky, you know, you find that person that really, uh, you know, like, like you said, is good at what you're not and helps motivate you to do your stuff. Um, but w- one of the ways that I've come up with to try to find out who that person is, is, is a very simple document that, that I've created over time, kind of, and I have a template for it and I can I'll post it on the site. Sure. Uh, it, I just call it the working agreement. And what, what I do is when someone comes in and said, Hey, we'd like to do this. I want to do this. And, uh, I'm interested in this and, you know, we want to partner with you and either somehow, uh, it could be a brand new business. It could be something complimented, complimentary to an existing business, but the working agreement allows you to lay out, what 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 the goal is what are you what are you trying to achieve and who's going to do what which is probably the most important thing yeah. because i i have flushed out so many people 
when you get to that point of who's going to do what, because they can't agree on what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, it's like they bring this magic, oh, I have this great idea. And we've talked about the value of ideas a number of times on this show. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> they're, worth, they're worth whatever you write them on. That's yeah, right. yeah, that's right. Uh, and so then they think because you have, you know, a, a successful business or two that you sprinkle some magic fairy dust on that idea. And all of a sudden it just takes off and everybody reaps the benefit, but it doesn't work that way. As we know, the, the most, the secret sauce is is hard work, discipline, you know, motivation and passion. But you got to kind of have all of those things. Yep. So so, the, so when you put it in writing, call it whatever you want, and you all have to go back and forth. First of all, can you even make it through the back and forth of deciding who's going to do what? Yeah, that should that should happen very quickly. Oh, it's it, the first thing. It, yeah. but no, no, I don't mean it should happen first. I mean if that process for some reason takes two uh, weeks instead of two yeah. hours it's the wrong relationship i really feel that like I, it should be autumn almost automatic that everybody's just like oh yeah well we have to do this and yep. okay that great otherwise it, it, and sometimes people are unable to do that not because they're unwilling to do the work or or incapable of doing the work but they've never run a business before sure. they've never started a business before and Oftentimes that person is a bad partner too. Like, like, so there's, there's a whole, I started with the whole doer versus delegator thing, because that's, that's, if I go through all my partner lessons, I feel like that's one that I've, I've, I haven't figured out how to, how to vet for yet. And I screw that up regularly. Again, I didn't screw it up with you, which is good. Sure. But, um, but we've been partners for a long time. Uh, you know, so there's other things on the list. Number one is, financially in sync you could both be broke you could both be totally you know solvent uh that's fine but everybody needing the same financial burden from the business same financial uh you know results from the business the outcome what what uh, who needs what how it's gonna work yeah do you need a paycheck in two weeks versus you know can you wait until we sell this thing in (laughs) in two years right yeah exactly Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so that's one uh the other is um, you, you know, are they, like I said, the, the thing before, are they the, the right people and all that? But, but it's easy to suss out if somebody's financial needs don't match, right? It's easy, yeah. relatively easy to suss out if the, uh, the working agreement isn't, isn't right. Like if people are, are seeing things differently, I've gone through both of those things with partners and then gotten to, the t- like the stage of, OK, we, we've decided how we're going to do this. Now let's go do it. And very quickly, it's like, hey, yeah, so you're doing all your stuff. And I've been thinking about my stuff. And here's what I need you to do to, yeah. you know, for my stuff. It's like, whoa, yeah. no, 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 no. Like and you point back at the working agreement. Yep. I, my feeling is if you have to point back at the working agreement, that's the beginning failed. of the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wait, the beginning of the end. It's, yeah. yeah. Like, like also point back at it at the part that decides what divorce looks like. Right. You know, yeah. because that should also right. be in there, it, you know, and, and maybe it's early on and you just say, you know what? I'm, I'm out like this. I'm good. Yeah. Thanks. And, yeah. and I think that, uh, people have the best intentions, right. Oh, and, always. and they're, they always want to try to, 
you know, bring things together. And I'm all for, I'm a yes person. I want to do lots of different things yep. and be engaged. And I love partnering with people, um, you know, and uh, usually it works out great. But if you can't make it through those initial parts of this thing, you really do need to step away quickly because that those are not going away. Those battles, no, no. they're just going to get worse and, and worse over time. Um, I, had yeah, I mean, I suppose it's possible somebody could say, you know, like you have the scenario yeah. that I described and they, they start, you know, going into auto delegation mode and you stop them and you say, hey, that's actually on your list. I've got enough on mine and we were yes. all OK with that. And if they stop and say, oh, dude, so sorry. I, you know, I got yes. into auto delegation mode. I've been running a different a business from a different level for a while. Thanks for the reminder. I, I got yeah. it. All good. So I, yeah, and right. I have and a that guy, can happen. Sure. It does happen, and yeah. it's ha- it happens to me. And I, I have a, a guy that I've been in business with for years and years and years with with uh, one of my companies, yeah. and he'll often start a f- conversation with, "Hey, I want to run something by you. Do you think this is okay?" And he'll uh, he, he's looking at things a little differently, and sometimes he, I. I uh, and, and I'll say this in the best good nature way. He's a super guy and he's really sure. had my back, my back for, you know, a decade. You wouldn't, you um, wouldn't still be in business with him if those yes, things weren't true. Right. That's right. But he often, uh, leans toward what I would call double dipping, uh, meaning like, Hey, I'm going to do all this work to build the company, but, uh, but I also want to bill this amount of money to the company and I want to do, you know, or I want to sell this piece of equipment I have to the company and this kind of thing. And so he'll, to your point, he'll ask me, Hey, do you think this is okay? And I often will say, Oh no, it's not okay. And, but, and, and to his credit, he goes, okay, I just want to run up by you uh, and, and be sure that I was, uh, you know, if I was thinking about this the wrong way and I'm, I, and I often say, yes, you know, yes, you were. Yeah. Yes, you were. And thank you for asking me about it instead of just doing it. And then me seeing an invoice going, Hey, what's this? Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I, I we have, have been, I have been guilty of unintentionally double dipping yeah. uh, before. And I've had, I've had partners call me out on it because yes. you know, you, it's not uncommon that you wind up running. Uh, if you wind up running several businesses, it, it makes sense that at least some of them would be complementary and, and overlap right? and yeah. overlap. Yeah. yeah. And then suddenly, you know, you're used to you've got one that's cooking along and you're like, oh, well, this is how we deal with when someone yeah. needs this service from us. It's like, well, no, but you're getting yeah. equity instead. That's right. And, that's and right. it, you know, it's fine. I try to be really hyper aware of it, but it, it happens to all of us. So a credit to your your friend for like yeah. asking that. Yeah, no, he's a good guy. And and yeah, I think that it's it's it, it brings up a good point. It's not. Oh, hey, one, if you have these problems, you got to run away as fast as you can. But if you if you can't have an open dialogue about those things and I often go back and modify the working agreement sure. as as things. It, it's a system. Right. It's right. not a, a, a goal. We're going to build this big thing and here's the blueprint. The, it's not a business plan. It's a it's a living document that allows us to modify things as we go along. And as long as everybody's happy with how those things are being modified, it, it's, it's great. All good. Yeah, it's all good. But, you know, those telltale signs. I mean, I, I had a case where uh, I've been in the watch business for, you know, uh, 15 years and, and 
wholesaling and doing some different things. And, and I had a, a guy that said, Hey, I have this, this friend who's got this big retail establishment and I think we could get the watches in there and we could do this and we could do that. And I said, great. And you know, here's my template. Let's build a working agreement. Let's see. And it just, it just dragged on and on and on. And I kept telling him, Hey, these guys are not interested you know, we just need to walk away and do something right. else. It's right. fine. But, you know, he was just, oh, no, I, I know it. I can make it happen. It's going to be great. I know we can all make money. And sure enough, it just nothing ever came of it because we couldn't get any input from a, a party that was not interested. You know, so so it, it, it's a good thing to be aware and be just ready to, to – you have to be – you can't be emotional about it at all. No. Uh, and, you know. and, you know, you said something in there that I want to highlight. You need to be able to have these conversations. And if, yeah. if you've got a partner and I, I ran into this in a horrible way uh, that is unwilling to have those tough conversations, they are not a, your partner. No. Like you need like it, you, you know, you don't necessarily like want somebody coming into the conversation, guns blazing and, you know, like thoroughly pissed off. But sometimes that happens. And you need to be able to have that conversation. Often it happens when you haven't been able to have that conversation. Sure. Then things yeah. boil yeah. up. But but you really need to be open to someone pointing out, hey, man, I think you're double dipping. Let yeah. me explain why. Let's talk this out as opposed to, oh, no, 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 no. You know, don't upset <laughs> yeah. me. Okay. Whoa. All right. Then this yeah. is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it is. It's a challenge, you know, and, and that uh, – I mean, I've even gone to like, you know, partner, you know, therapy before mm -hmm. and because I had a good thing going and it was great. But yeah, I had to tiptoe around, uh, you know, this partner and, and it's like a marriage, right? It totally and so yeah. if you can't uh, have those discussions that you, because you're worried that uh, someone's going to get upset or, uh, you know, react in a really negative way or be super defensive and those kinds of things. That's it. It's the super um, defensiveness that, that yeah. makes that makes it impossible to actually be a partner. OK, so let's let's take this as the opportunity to transition okay. uh, into the difference between uh, I'm going to say business owners and employees. And then maybe we'll talk about the difference between business owners and or the, 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 the difference between people who own a multi-employee business and a single employee business. But, um, y you know, I, I have found that people, the, the, the key differentiator between someone who is of the employee, I don't want to say you are an employee, you are a business owner because we can all learn and, sure. and transition and all that. But and, the, and neither is a negative or a positive. It's no, just it's way. not. It's just, no, we need the, all of this. I, right. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But the mind, the employee mindset versus the business owner mindset can, to me, be summed up by looking at what how someone starts their day. If you start your day waiting for someone else to tell you what to do, you are of the employee mindset. If you start your day deciding looking at yourself to tell you what to do. I mean, we're all employees of our businesses, yeah, right? I but bet. but it depends on who you look to. And and really uh, uh, perhaps an even better way is when things go wrong, do you say I should have done X, Y, or Z now? I mean, in high, look, we all learn from hindsight. That's fine. Yep. But if, if you know, if you totally F things up, do you look back and say, 
I did this wrong. I would do this differently next time. Or do you say you didn't, no one told me to do anything differently. So it's not my fault. Yeah. And I, and I think that, and I, I heard this phrase years ago and I, and I, I, I don't know who to uh, uh, assign it to or who to quote it from, but yeah. it, it was, you know, when you want to give praise, if you're the type that you're going to be a business owner, if you, if you want to praise someone, look out the window. If you want to criticize or hold, you know, you need to look in the mirror oh. uh, because I think what it is, because uh, one of the things I was just thinking of, is like, well, you know, employees are often risk averse, uh, this kind of thing. Mm. But that, that tone I believe is set by the, the business owner, how much risk y- your employees are allowed to, uh, to take and how, how much accountability they're allowed to have. And I believe that in, in a, a strong, healthy, small business space, you should be uh, protecting your employees ability to take risk. Yes. And, uh, you know, encouraging that accountability. Now you're going to find people that will do one or the other or neither. And those folks have a spot, you know, in your, your org chart as well. But the ones that really, you know, uh, become the best people that to run your business are, are not afraid of risk. And, uh, they're, they're not afraid of being accountable because they know you're going to have their back, even if they make a mistake. Yeah. Oh, right? I, I encourage my team to make yeah. mistakes and I praise well, them. When they take a risk and it pays off. Yeah. I, I mean, and I was fine. Uh, yeah. And I always try to say, hey, you know, I still may uh, have a comment about it, but I, or, or criticize it in a constructive manner, but I will always want you to make a decision, even if it's a wrong one, because it, when we stop making decisions in the organization, that's when everything gets stagnant. Oh, it, you know, it, 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 it ends. Yeah. And oh, if yeah. you like, well, I have to go talk to so-and-so because I can't, I don't want to make this decision about this situation or how to handle this kind of thing. Well, that that's a cop-out and either they, but it could be a cop-out for the, the business owner that hasn't, you know, trained them or given them the tools to make decisions. Um, you know, it's like the, what's the name of the hotel where the, they've empowered, you know, every employee to spend like up to a thousand dollars to solve any problem for a customer, you know, any, any employee right, could be right. from the, the newest, lowest level of staff to the, you know, to the manager of the hotel, anyone in, in, uh, can yeah, you should have a number home. amount that your employees yeah. are allowed to spend absolutely at their discretion to Got solve it. any one problem. That's right. Yeah. Or else you're going to, you're going to get driven nuts oh. and, and you will not be, you, you will not be able to, uh, if, if man, that's what I'm looking for, to migrate to an, uh, a different level of being a business owner. Right. You will be stuck as being self-employed because all the information, you will be the hub for it. And, and that, that's a common, you know, young person mistake, which I have absolutely made. Same. And, you know, superhero complex where I'm the guy, you know, everybody has to come to me. But that's a nightmare after a while. And and that's where you need to start creating systems and, and you know, and offloading that data and building knowledge bases and using tools and automation and then empowering these people to go out and solve these problems and then have them come back to you and say, hey, here's how I fix this. Yeah. You know, uh, so okay, so you've transitioned us already, and I, it's great. Your con, your concept of the superhero complex is exactly the differentiator between solopreneur yes. and business owner, right? Yes. Because I, if if you and trust me, just like you, 
I have experienced the superhero complex in yep. all the great ways and all the worst ways. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when I had my own consulting business, I was going out fixing people's computers. Like, I, yes, I made money. I actually made tons of money. But yeah. what drove me was I was the superhero. Like, you're I could, the man. I could. You're I was the man. The man. <laughs> I could walk in anywhere, and literally, people were like, couldn't work or couldn't do whatever they wanted to do. A and I would, I would lay my hands upon yes. their computer and it. magically it was fixed. And then the money would flow in the right direction. Um, and, and that that's great. And sure. I will tell you, if you've ever experienced that, when you transition from being the superhero to being the business owner, you will miss that terribly. And people will be upset. And it right. Well, that's actually why I got out of the consulting business. Yeah. Because I knew I tried it and I couldn't get people that made my customers as happy as I made them. And it yeah, was because they were my customers. Like the the new customers that I brought in are like the people that I got had working for me. Totally. Because they were yeah. their customers. You're used to it. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my customers were never happy and it drove me crazy. So I got out of it. Uh, but even still, you will be the superhero occasionally when you are a business owner. But sure. far, far less often than yeah, you, were, you have to you were look the man. for. Yeah. yeah. And so you have to look for other ways to get that feeling, you know, and, and, and hopefully it's the development of your team. Yes. And your staff and you kind of, you know, you can mentor to them and and people come and go. But, you know, you the the. The replacement for that is, cre- I think, creating you know a culture that has longevity and allows people a career path, even if that means up where they leave your company and go mm-hmm. do something else. That's fine, you know. That's part of the process here. It unless is, you, totally. you know, if they've reached the ceiling of what they can do in your company, you should, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'll help you as much as I can. Let's go. And you know, one of the ways, and, and we didn't talk about this when we had uh, Abby uh, Vakil on the show a few weeks ago, but. He, you know, he did that so many times where people were leaving and leaving and leaving that he finally started, you know, offering to invest with them in their new business venture. And he's done, you know, really well with that because he's kept involved with them. He kept the best folks that, you know, which is often happens, you know, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, when you're on the baseball team and you're really good, like if you play for the A's, eventually you're going to get you know, probably make it to the Yankees if you're really good. If you're that good, right. Yeah, because the A's are going to make money on you. Yeah. So it's similar. And, kind and of the thing. one that's really making money is your manager. That, of course. That, yeah. that makes you that's money right. on both teams, right? Yeah. So, so, so for it, Abby to do that, that's really I, – I didn't – I knew he invested in a lot of uh, very small startups. I didn't realize that was a part of his formula. Uh, yeah. And he said to me, he's like, you know, these guys all go, they all want to start their own companies. I've had the same thing happen here. And, uh, you know, we've had guests on the show that yeah. used to work for me that have started companies. Uh, you I know, am, I am just as proud of my, empl- that my good employees that have left me and gone on to do great things as I am of the people that are still, that have been here for, you know, for a very long time and, and continue to, to work here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I think that is actually, Another level of, uh, you know, and we've talked about this here before too, but moving even from the business owner to becoming an investor. And I don't mean that just in a financial standpoint, but you're investing your time into uh, people uh, on all kinds of levels and and developing these relationships with them and and really uh, 
helping them to achieve whatever it is they want. Cause there are just some awesome people that, um, may not have the, 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 you know, whatever secret sauce it is that, you know, the entrepreneur has and doesn't want to take maybe all that risk and the financial risks and things and be up all night worrying about it. But within a, a, a a framework that you create with them. If you give them the autonomy that they really want, they can do unbelievable things. Yeah. And, and you'll be rewarded for it. And and that's it. You're investing in them and you know, you just got to give them the freedom. You just got to get out of their way and, and you can't be the impediment to the success of your, your employees and your business. And, and I see, I just see so many, um, small businesses that that's the way that, you know, you really look and say, who's really slowing things down around here. Oh, and it's always the owner. It uh, it is so often the owner where employees like, well, we tried to put these things into, you know, and I've gone out and done, you know, consulting and sat down with people and say, Hey, you know, um, uh, just simple things. I'm like, you know, nobody wants you to have your desk in the middle of where all your people are. No, <laughs> none know, of them do. Y- y- you I, think it's great and it's this open thing, but you know what? You need to make an, o- you need to build yourself an office over there in the corner. Yeah, to Not hide to, yourself from yes, them. Yes. yes. So yes. they can be free. You know, yes. it, they need to have autonomy. They need to be able to talk without you there. They need to be able to, you know, compl- bitch and moan and complain about you because that is just a human condition. That's how and, it is. And it, it's part of the relief, relief of stress, you know. And uh, so, you know, y- you need to get out of their way. Uh, it's, it's a very important thing. So this is interesting. I was having uh, lunch actually yesterday with and I am so very, very rarely jealous or wishful of returning to my youth, like so very rarely. But right. I, I, this guy is 29 years old, and uh, I had lunch with him yesterday, friend of mine. He's a guitar player. But he was saying to me, he's like, you know, I want to, I want to, actually, he's 28. He said, in two years, you know, by the time I'm 30, I want to have a different life. Uh, I want to <laughs> change things. I'm like, oh, and that, and when he said that, that's when I, had that like oh that's so exciting i wish i could rewind back to that Uh right to do it again right yeah to do it again yeah yeah exactly um so that that was it it was short the 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 envy i I suppose was short-lived sure but but you know he was saying this and i told him something that i wanted to share here and it's exactly what you're saying i said here's the thing you as soon as you make that decision and pursue that you'll do fine and you will realize at some point along the path very early on, but not right away, you will see that you are the person that's limiting your own success. Oh, for sure. And you will feel like you have had the greatest revelation in your life. I said, and I can tell you this and it'll be irrelevant because it will happen to you and you will see it. And it, and there will be something that feels tangible to you that that sort of epitomizes this. And you'll feel like, finally, I've broken through. And I said, that's the greatest feeling in the world. Here's the worst feeling in the world. Five years later, when you realize you're still doing it to yourself, you're still the one that's limiting you from going (sighs) to the next level. And it's like, dang it. I already learned this lesson. It's, it's tough. And, and yep. I think you evolve as, you know, not to get too philosophical here, no, but, you know, yeah. my life has been a series of lifetimes. And yes, uh, exactly. you, know, you, you look at where you were as a young person and this, or even where you were a few years ago. And each time you look back and go, wow, man, it, you know, if, if I'd have only known this or I'd have done this a little bit different way. But the underlying thing, you know, is, is true. You mentioned is that, 
we're totally, you know, uh, what is that? You hold your hands out and say, okay, you know, the, the only thing keeping you from point A to point B, and that's in the middle at your head, yeah. uh, you know, what you think. And you look at extremely successful people, um, and, you know, they've gotten out of the way of that, out of themselves, and, and been able to embrace and take the risk and uh, really put themselves out there. Yeah. Uh, and, and especially as a small business, you know, I've, I've been talking about this a lot with my wife, um, Renee, because we're transitioning to a new, you know, a new company and a new way of l- new lifestyle, all this kind of stuff after selling our, our business. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, you have to be careful when you talk to people that are employees for years and years and years, because they look at that and like, well, that's kind of flaky, you know, that's kind of, kind of flighty, you know, you're like, well, we have this going on and we got this and our, you know, we're doing this with our real estate and we're doing this with this company. We've invested this year where you, you know, you and I, Dave, we'd have that conversation and be like, oh, that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. So great. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. This exact same conversation yeah. and people see it differently. Yeah. yeah so you yeah, want to have, sure. you want to be careful as you, move along this path that, you know, you're having those conversations with the right people. Well, that's um, it. You, you know, yeah. as you were saying this and, and, you know, we're saying you got to get out of the, out of your own way. Part of it is you need to get out of your parents way. And I, I, and I say that we all have those people for most of us, it's our parents, but not everybody, but those people that sort of define the bar of success before you learn that you can define that yourself. And some people never learn that you can define that. So if your if your parents or whoever's around you defines your success as X, getting to two X not only is very difficult, but it's actually very scary. Yeah, because it's now, whoa, what are those people going to think of me? And I'll be honest. I mean, my my dad has always been he's he, he's done fine for himself. But he's never been in business for himself. And it wasn't until I started. I mean, I I had already sort of, you know, broken that mold. Not not that. And my my parents have uh, all the way through have always been supportive of me. I don't mean to say that they held me back. Yeah, I understand. But there's just a mindset that is is. accepted. And it wasn't until I started doing uh, consulting for people and wound up going to the homes of people that I would never have known because they were at a whole different socioeconomic level and walking into these houses. First of all, you walk into some of these houses and you're like, Whoa, yeah. people in my town live like this. Holy right. crap. What do you do? Well, that's <laughs> it. And then you start talking to them and you realize, wow, the difference between you and me isn't far at all. And in fact, it's nothing. We are the same people. Oh, yeah. You just look at life a little bit differently. And it's that whole, you know, rich dad, poor dad. I was just going to say that mentality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and you need to, uh, you know, if you want to go further, you need to break free of what you believe to be that bubble because it, it there's no bubble. And even the people that you wind up talking with, they're in a bubble that they might not even realize, you know, right. they're just at a different and, and, level than you. And yeah, it's okay. It's different. And, yep. and the thing that like, uh, you know, Steve Jobs said, you know, don't live your life by someone else's dogma. Yes. And, you know, you, yeah, that's you, it. Yep. you just owe it to yourself not to do that. And, you know, don't share all your crazy ideas with people that get a paycheck every two weeks because they're not going to appreciate it. You know, join a, an entrepreneur group or, or, you know, call us and email yeah. us and we'll talk about you. But jump up on the, the small business support group and share your ideas there. And you, it'll be a totally different experience 
experience for you because you're talking to like-minded people. Yes. Uh, and, and that is what you need to be encouraged and to, uh, you know, be motivated and help you over time to move from that employee to being self-employed to being a business owner and eventually becoming an investor and, you know, having a yeah. charmed life. So yeah. good, good, uh, good stuff, man. This it really is, is uh, powerful. We, we talk about a lot of the same principles over time, but hopefully we're doing it in a little different way uh, that makes them valuable. We get we've some- never been this raw about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah that's- it's yeah. true. It's and true. you know what Shannon said is true. If if you want to have this conversation, shoot us an email. I bet at least one of the people that's talking on this podcast would happily get on the phone with you and just go. Because of we love why this. We do it. Yep. It's why yep. we do it. So yeah, really. Um it, and it's good for us too. You know, like like I, I finished lunch with Andy yesterday. And he said, thank you. And it was sort of an impromptu lunch. We didn't even plan it. We just sort of wound up together and we, we had burritos. And, he, and and that's what the conversation turned into. And he said, wow, thank you. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Because right. it really focuses me on on this stuff. And I don't get the opportunity other than, you know, this each week. It's yep. good to talk about it. It's like it it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh it's very uh it's it's powerful and it's rewarding and the the ROE, the return on your energy yep. is tremendous and that helps you in so many other ways. So many other ways. Yeah. Fun stuff, man. So, how do you get in touch with us? Feedback at businessshow.co, right? How else? You got it. And uh, jump over to this, the, our support group on Facebook, uh, businessshow.co/facebook. That's the way to find us. Yeah. There's other people like us. We're all crazy, but it's good. That's right. We all know how to live that charmed life, or at least we try. Hey, happy birthday, man. Thanks, man.